I'm joined now by our RNZ business reporter, Anan Zaki. Tēnākwe, Anan. Confident investors are planning to save and invest more money. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, the majority of investors plan to increase investment over the coming year as they feel more confident about market conditions, according to a new survey. The annual Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand survey shows investor confidence improving after a difficult 2022. The survey asked more than 500 local retail investors, mostly holding more than $10,000 on the share market, as well as other investment. Chartered Accountants Reporting and Assurance Leader Amir Gandhar says there's more hope, there's hope for the financial markets, with 56% of investors looking to increase the scale of their investment. And what we'd put that down to is the increased confidence look, looks like it's related to a change in the risks that uh, in, investors are seeing out their windscreen. Last year, that was an uncertain, evolving and hard to pin down set of fears including the ongoing pandemic, of course, and also global political conflict and unrest. Uh, Those have dropped away, really to be replaced by an overwhelming concern about interest rates, which in comparison is a much more contained and familiar issue for those retail investors. Dare I say it's a little bit easier to plan for interest rate rises than snap lockdowns and cross-border conflict. Amir Gandhar says despite the rebound, confidence hasn't returned to 2021 levels. A non-profit tax reform group says the economy has missed out on hundreds of millions of dollars in tax from multinational corporations because of weak tax laws. A new report by Global Tax Justice Network says multinationals shifted about $2.5 billion earned in New Zealand overseas last year, which would have been worth about $270 million in taxes. The chair of Tax Justice Aotearoa, an affiliate of the network, Glenn Barclay, says multinational companies shift their profits around the world to minimise their tax bills, thereby hoarding unfair profits. The first off is, is just the $1.5 billion in profits that are uh, shifted offshore. That's significant in itself. And then there's the lost tax revenue of $167 million is the estimate that the report uses for New Zealand. Look, that is a significant amount. And the demands that we have on our, our country as we go forward are, are huge. We know about our poverty and inequality problems. We know about the challenges in our public services. We know about the growing costs of climate change and the need to respond to that. So we, as Tax Justice Aotearoa, I think we need tax reform here as well, but certainly we need to do more in stopping this money being lost to us through multinationals. Glenn Barclay wants to see more transparency on profit shifting and the use of tax havens via a change in tax rules. He says poorer countries bear the brunt of the cost of such tax abuse as money that could be used to enhance infrastructure is shuffled elsewhere. The government-backed green investment finance is lending $15 million to solar power company Lodestone Energy to speed up development of its five plant solar farms. It'll also provide a letter of credit to be used if needed to ensure Lodestone's Eastern Bay of Plenty farm near Upotiki gets connected to the national grid. The fund's chief financial officer, Jason Patrick, says supporting private projects such as Lodestone is what it's there to do. 
What I think a lot of people don't fully appreciate is that there are other um, finance needs and other financial support that is often needed for projects like this, some of which may be unexpected, some of which may turn up over time as the projects are undergoing development. So this is very much the case for our support. So since we've been in conversation with Lodestone on a number of matters for some time, as it, as mentioned, uh, as it turned out, they needed some support in terms of uh, credit support for that connection asset, and they needed some working capital support as well. So um, because we're able to work flexibly with our partners in the market, we were able to do that. Jason Patrick expects to announce other investments soon and says the bank is already cash flow positive and recycling capital into new projects. The International Monetary Fund has raised its forecast for global growth to 3% from 2.8%, but warns persistent challenges remain. The forecasts, however, are still behind those made by the IMF last year when it was, pre- when it was predicting 3.5% growth. But the organisation says major economies look to be on track for a soft landing. The IMF chief economist Pierre-Olivier Gorincha says the outlook is a tale of two halves. The good news is we had some resilience in the, in, you know, the global economy. We, that's why we marked up our growth numbers for you know, this year, 2023, to 3%. This is good. We're seeing progress on inflation. Headline inflation is certainly coming down in most places. Even when we look at core inflation, it's started to come down in, in a number of countries. It's not coming down fast enough, but let's just you know, take in the fact that it's coming down some. Mr. Gorincha says some further central bank rate rises are to be expected and will be needed, and then rates will have to stay high for an extended period. But he says further out, there will be more challenges. When we look at the medium term, what we're seeing is a picture where growth is not really rebounding very strongly. We have five-year-out growth at around 3%. For the world economy, this is a low number. This is not enough. This is not enough to meet all the challenges we have to face, you know, whether we're thinking about mm-hmm. you know, climate change or, or debt issues, etc. So here, really, what we have to focus our energies on is how do we unlock more growth in you know, many parts of the world? What kind of reforms we need to put in place? That's the IMF chief economist, Pierre-Olivier Gorincha. And the entertainment world last weekend was dubbed Barbenheimer. The dual release of movies Barbie and Oppenheimer, which have raked in hundreds of millions of dollars in the first few days. For good measure, the success of Barbie helped to lift the share price of the doll's owner, toy maker Mattel. Richard Cooper, research director at Consumer Analysis Group, Ampere, says the Barbie movie has enlivened movie theatres and as they battle streaming services and given a shot in the arm for merchandise as well. Absolutely, merchandising has always been an incredibly um, significant part of the uh, overall industry. You know, even from as far back as um, Star Wars, you know, I'm sure we can, a lot of people can remember that from their childhood, even the, uh, even the, the rebrand. So merchandising is incredibly important to the movie industry. It's an important revenue stream for the likes of Disney, but of course, you know, also you know, through the likes of Harry Potter and, and all of the other uh, sort of major brands that, that we've grown up with over the years. That is Richard Cooper of the Ampere Group. Well, time now to check in on the financial markets, and we're joined by Mark Hayward of Jardin Securities. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon. How are you? Very well, thank you. Look, uh, how's the local share market looking today? 
Okay, uh, NZX50 is up slightly, 0.15% higher today to 11,952 points. Um, major movers on the upside, uh, NZX itself uh, is up 1.7% to $1.20. KMB Brands up a percent to $0.95. Cents. Uh, and Fisher & Paco Healthcare uh, holding up the index there up to 7 sorry, 0.75% to $24.26. Um, uh, laggards today, uh, precinct properties currently down 1% to $1.31. Uh, Meridian and A2 Milk both down around 0.7%. Uh, Meridian at $5.45, A2 Milk at $5.44. And how's it looking over in Australia? Uh, much the same in Australia. Um, they've opened up their 0.2% higher currently. At, uh, the uh, 200 is at 7,353 points. Um, a good day for the resources sector over there. Uh, BHP up 2.2% of $46.80. Rio up 1.5% to $120.90. Um, and another uh, notable move in ANZ uh, up 0.7% to $25.25. Um, on the downside, uh, Qantas um, is off slightly 2.74%, currently lower at $6.40. Macquarie, uh, 1.2% lower at $179, and corporate travel, uh, 1% lower at uh, $19.40. And how's the New Zealand dollar looking? A uh, bit of a mixed bag overnight against the major trading partners. Um, Kiwi uh, US is currently uh, 0.6215. Uh, against the Aussie, uh, 0.9160. Uh, sterling is a 0.4820. Euro, uh, 0. 5626 uh, against the yen 87.65 and against the Chinese one uh, 4.43 currently. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. Uh, US 10 year is currently steady at around 3.9%. Um, oil uh, continues its pretty strong run above $80 there at $83.60 a barrel. Um, and gold is pretty steady around uh, the levels that we've seen the last few days at $1,965 an ounce.